0: Are you perhaps unintentionally taking a supplement that might lower your testosterone? I don't know if you've ever seen the claims that melatonin, a very common sleep supplement, might actually lower your testosterone. And it might be a good idea not to consume melatonin if you want to maximize your testosterone. In this video, I'm going to separate exactly the facts and the myths when it comes to melatonin and testosterone optimization. I'm gonna show you multiple human studies in various doses what melatonin actually does to testosterone and prolactin. And I'm also gonna show you exactly how to maximize your melatonin naturally without having to take supplements. Before we dive in, be sure to get my masterclass on how to maximize your testosterone naturally If you would like me to help you with a male-specific problem, be sure to book your first call. Link's in the description below. Let's dive in. This is the study showing that injecting melatonin into hamsters lowers testosterone. You can see, boom, 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 it lowers, almost halves testosterone when you inject melatonin into hamsters. Also, when you give animals melatonin, it significantly lowers testosterone compared to control. So there's a few studies in animals showing that giving melatonin might lower testosterone. But let me show you some human evidence exactly what happens in various doses. In this study they used three milligrams for six months and it didn't lower testosterone or estradiol. Now there is some evidence to suggest that melatonin is an aromatized inhibitor but unfortunately according to this study it does not seem to lower estradiol except in two men. So the black column is melatonin group and you can see only in two men that melatonin lower estradiol and all of the other groups estrogen was more or less the same and then also testosterone was more or less the same in all of these subjects there was like no difference from three milligrams of melatonin for six months Then we have six milligrams for one month we got baseline lh testosterone then we have the placebo testosterone and the melatonin and testosterone the LH for testosterone right you can see LH didn't drop between placebo between baseline and melatonin and testosterone went up slightly between but it's like so non-significant so six milligrams for one month doesn't lower testosterone then we have a hundred milligrams of melatonin daily for eight days it didn't lower testosterone but slightly lowered LH so you can see testosterone remained exactly the same here for eight days Then they injected these guys with testosterone propionate, and you can see that it spiked and then dropped again. And then you can see plasma LH here, the black uh, dots here, is the melatonin. So the LH was slightly lower, which could actually be a good thing because it means that it's enhancing the sensitivity to LH. So it enhances the the lathe cells, have a sensitivity to LH. And when the lathe cells aren't sensitive, LH needs to go up to enhance the signaling. So the more sensitive the latex cells is to LH, the less LH you need. So this is what this could actually indicate. And then also, very interestingly, TRT lowers melatonin. So these were the hypogonadal group, the melatonin in the hypogonadal group up here. And then giving them testosterone, not even a high dose, like normal, like low-ish dose, just to resolve hypogonadism, significantly lowered melatonin. And I think this is what's involved or one of the things that's involved for guys that are hypokinetal have low testosterone, why they are fatigued. And so giving them testosterone lowers melatonin back into the normal range. So melatonin can actually help, most likely help to increase your testosterone instead of lowering. There's a few mechanisms. So deleting the melatonin receptor impaired testosterone synthesis, <laughs> Impair testosterone synthesis by inhibiting serogenic gene expression, right? So they injected these animals with HEG, and you can see how testosterone increased, but then they deleted the melatonin 1A receptor, the, two, the 1B receptor, and then both of the receptors. So clearly both the 1A and 1B melatonin receptors play a role, and if you delete both receptors, this, the testosterone drops significantly. So it does seem that the melatonin receptors does play a role in testosterone synthesis and upregulating sterogenic enzymes. And the way it kind of works is melatonin acts on this ROR, which is the uh, retinoic acid receptor related orphan receptor alpha, ROAR alpha. And then activation of this retinoic, basically vitamin A receptor, it upregulates GATA4 and SF1 which then upregulates STAR. As you know, STAR is the rate-limited enzyme in testosterone synthesis. It enhances the uptake of cholesterol outside the mitochondria to inside the mitochondria so that the cholesterol can be converted into pregnenolone and onto testosterone. So melatonin is involved in increasing cAMP, which stimulates STAR, and then melatonin also creates ROAR or stimulates ROAR to upregulate STAR, right? So it does seem to play a role in testosterone production. Lastly, melatonin acts as an antioxidant and prevents latex cell death induced by oxidative stress. So as men get older, um, their antioxidant defense systems in the body drop so they get more oxidative stress, more inflammation, and this damages the latex cells. And this reduces the sensitivity of the lactic cells to LH so they need higher levels of LH. So at first, you might have normal levels of testosterone but high LH, and then over time, LH and testosterone drops. But you, will, you might have normal low LH but then rock bottom testosterone and so melatonin by acting as a powerful antioxidant can help to prevent this right but there are many sites other than the pineal gland that can actually also create melatonin you don't need to supplement melatonin to get these benefits what about prolactin can melatonin increase prolactin some people think that melatonin is the hormone of darkness and you should not be having high levels of melatonin and stuff like that what about prolactin According to this study, after 80 or 240 milligrams of melatonin, if you don't know, that's a gigantic dose, neither the amplitude nor the frequency of LH pulses were influenced by the pineal hormone, but prolactin actually increased slightly. But you can see prolactin went from 7 to, I would say, 11. 7 to 11. <laughs> 7 to 11. All right. So this is really not a big difference. And then you can see it went down rather quickly as well. So naturally, prolactin does go up at night. So it just potentiated that increase when you used gigantic doses. Now, a second study looked at this, two milligrams of melatonin didn't increase prolactin. It just slightly sped up the increase, as you can see according to this graph, increase. Um, But the overall levels did not change here for prolactin when you used melatonin. And this was only two milligrams. Most people use like one milligram or like 300 micrograms or something like that. You don't need large doses of melatonin to actually help you to fall asleep. Now, I'm gonna show you five ways how to increase your melatonin naturally. The first one is red light. According to the study, they exposed guys to red light. The wavelength that they used was 658, let's just say it's 660, right? And the light, dose was 30 joules per centimeter square for 30 minutes daily. So you wanna make sure your device is powerful enough, not just the right spectrum, but also the specific power of the device. And you can see that serum melatonin actually went up by the red light device. And then actually combining red light with exercise, or at least sunlight, actually outside, right, can also cause a massive spike in melatonin. And melatonin then acts as a strong ant- intracellular antioxidant. So this really puts the emphasis on being outside, walking, exercising, earthing, just be outside, be in the sunlight. The sun is the strongest and greatest source of rare of red light and near-infrared light. But if you can't afford to a device, by all means, get more sunlight if you can. That's why we are sunlight samurais, all right, guys? So I'm quoting from this specific study. Visible light striking the retina or an intense physical stimulus can suppress nocturnal pineal melatonin levels. In contrast, there are examples where extra pineal melatonin levels are increased during heavy exercise in daylight, which contains the whole range of near-infrared light radiation. The cumulative impact of all cells producing augmented extra pineal melatonin is sufficient to elevate sweat concentrations and potentially, if the exposure is sustained, to also increasing the circulating values. So it definitely has a very strong effect when you're outside in the sun and then also exercising at the same time. Personally, I definitely get out multiple times a day, but I have a mandatory walk (laughs) each day in the sun get my sunlight no matter if it's winter if it's summer i'm always getting that full upper body sunlight walk each day number 2 is microbiome there are 400 times more melatonin in the gut than in the pineal gland i don't know about you but every time i in the past had gut issues it messes with my sleep my energy my testosterone i always focus on gut health when a client comes to me i always ask them how's your digestion how's your your bowel movements and those kind of stuff how's your gut health if they think they're fine and i still suspect they have gut issues we would do a stool test or an organic acid test and lo and behold most of the time they have some form of gut issue right so if your sleep is off your energy is off you have some weird fat accumulation in the body most likely you might have some gut issues right number three is optimal mitochondrial function so acetyl coenzyme a which is created from fat and glucose is a necessary co-substrate for the initiation of the melatonergic pathway in mitochondria and therefore the beneficial effect of mitochondrial melatonin synthesis on mitochondrial function. So basically when you break down fat and glucose into acetyl coenzyme A, that acetyl coenzyme A is used for the synthesis of melatonin. So you need optimal mitochondrial function to produce melatonin. And melatonin can actually also help to promote mitochondrial function in like a feed-forward beneficial loop. um, Melatonin is really good for the mitochondria. Butyrate, vitamin B1, B2, B3, B5, alpha lipoic acid, and so on is also really important for the production of this acetyl coenzyme. So I always focus on micronutrients and also gut health, because if you have gut issues, your butyrate will be low, and you will have some form of a nutritional deficiency for sure, which you almost always see on an organic acid test. Number four is specific foods. So it's a lot of foods. I'm just going to name a few. Banana, pineapple, kiwi, oranges, strawberry, eggs, fish, grape, tart, cherry, cranberry, tomato, white button mushroom, fenugreek, fennel, Chinese wolfberry, kidney beans, cucumber, pistachios, wine, green beans, skullcap, St. John's Word, feverfew, philodendron, rice, and other grains. So the list is really long, but these are just a few of the common herbs and foods that you might generally consume that contains a decent amount of melatonin that can actually influence your circulating levels of melatonin. Number five is fixed nutritional deficiencies. Right? The studies have shown that when someone has a magnesium, zinc, vitamin A, selenium, or B6 deficiency, they can't create sufficient levels of melatonin. Now, I would suspect that that all of the micronutrients are involved in melatonin synthesis just as they are in testosterone synthesis dopamine synthesis so you need all of the vitamins and minerals to be healthy right so i always focus on diet nutritional deficiencies and gut health everything that i teach you how to do in the test to launch course so if you want to maximize your diet and lifestyle get that course because that's the exact blueprint that will get you to your end goal so number five is nutritional deficiencies make sure you eat a nutrient dense diet so there you have it melatonin does not lower testosterone or increase your prolactin but still for me i personally would not use melatonin i've used it before in the past it makes me really groggy especially the next day as well even in like really low doses I don't really feel the need to experiment with it. My sleep is really good. I would rather focus on being outside, exercising, getting lots of sunlight, earthing, eating a nutrient dense diet, optimizing gut health like the basic stuff. When you optimize those, your own melatonin production in the pineal gland, but also in other cells of the body is automatically optimized. You don't need to supplement it. But if you do supplement it, Don't worry about it. It's not going to lower your testosterone or increase your prolactin. And lastly, be sure to get my masterclass on how to maximize your testosterone naturally. And I will check in the next one. Cheers, guys.